Hey, one more thing before you go. Good morning. It's Sunday, which means we have another wave after show for you. In this Over the Teacup, our conversation is about episode 203. It's that thing about how a reluctant medium embraced talking to dead people, which aired August 3rd, 2022. Diane and I are going to talk about some revelations that she and I both found amazing in regard to how she gets she got started as a medium and talking to dead people. The first time she saw one, the first time that uh, she really saw more than one is pretty interesting. And I'm your host, Michael Hurst. I'm here with my lovely wife and co-host, Diane. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Over the Teacup Sunday. Hey, welcome back. That was a quick second. In this episode 203, we learned that talking to dead people isn't a joyride. It's not a theme park pass to chat with Elvis Presley, which that would be great, whenever you want, or a ticket to discover the long-lost secrets of Atlantis. Nor is it a convenient way to find your, your lost car keys, which would also be very convenient. It's an opportunity to get closure when you've lost a loved one and didn't get to say what you wanted to say. And we're also going to learn about how Bo Maxwell, that's the psychic we're talking about, how she became a medium, and how you too can develop those same skills that are stored deep inside of you. So are you excited about this Over the Teacup Sunday? Yes. As I am? It, it was a great episode. It was really interesting. Yeah, you know, we uh, and we've said this before, but you and I, we watch a lot of uh, shows. We, we're very interested in the paranormal. We're very interested in the supernatural, like most of us. Uh, I'm sure that you all that are listening and watching this, you are interested in the same thing because you wouldn't be watching this or seeking <laughs> answers, right? Yeah. Um, and I talked to a lot of different ones. She was pretty, uh, pretty on the money, I think. Yeah, she, um, she's very relatable. I think that's what I found um, interesting. She's she's very normal and down to earth, and uh -huh. but yet. Very and answered every question with, uh, you know, a, a lot of description. And I think she was very interesting. Yeah, I think that uh, she presents a a unique ap approach to uh, somebody that was uh, that grew up very religious in a very religious environment, which sometimes prohibits the uh, the growth of, of these gifts that she's got. Uh, I can tell you that growing up as a Catholic, um, you know, they don't encourage that at all kind yeah. of situation. And um, so, yeah, I think the episode kind of showcases that uh, in spite of that, uh, she was able to develop her skills into something really good. So let's tell everybody a little bit about the show itself. Isabeau Bo Maxwell is one of the leading spiritual coaches in intuitive development today. Isabeau, we call her Bo brings deep channel knowledge and personal understanding to the field of spirituality. She has helped people connect to their authentic, natural intuitive abilities for over 15 years. She's the founder of the award-winning intuitive development course called the Sage Method. Uh, she kind of helps you, you get involved in this and help you develop your skills. She's the author of the best-selling book, Cracking Open Adventures of the Reluctant Medium. 
and they created the popular online community, The Sage Circle. She's internationally recognized medium, touching the lives of people across the world. Um, in fact, the title of our show, as you can see there, is How a Reluctant Medium Was Able to kind of, um, Understand How to Talk to the Dead People, which is, like, amazing. Amazing, Very amazing. Cool. So you, you listened to it. Um, and you kind of took some notes, and there's some things that you liked about it as well as uh, myself. I mean, I enjoyed the conversation within it myself. We had a really good time. It was one of the one of the better conversations I've had with some of my guests. Yeah, uh, she's very lighthearted, and you know, some things that you you won't know in there is that her and her husband are uh, they travel the they travel the country actually, uh, so they don't necessarily have a like a a physical home address. Um, they're nomads. Oh, I didn't know that. You, you guys didn't talk about that in the episode, so that's interesting. Yeah, they pull a trader, and the show is done in the back. Her show, which she has a YouTube channel and a, and a podcast, she does mm. in the back of uh, uh, this trader that they pull with them. Huh. Interesting. It's pretty Maybe slick. We should, we should do that. We, we should do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess Arizona. yeah. I, we got to get out of Arizona in the summer pretty soon. Uh, I can't we do. Anymore. Anyway, that's a whole nother episode. Uh, I thought the way it started for her and that she saw her grandmother um, was really interesting. And I could really relate because the first, uh, first, I guess, paranormal experience, you would say, was my great grandmother appearing to me when I was, I don't know, I'm and probably eight, seven, eight. It was right after she passed. So anyway. They said something in common. Yeah. And so when she was talking about it, it brought me right back to that moment when I saw my great grandmother and and she did the same thing that, that Bo describes her grandmother doing. So I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I liked, uh, I think it was very u unique and nice. The fact that she, her first introduction to the mm -hmm. paranormal from this perspective or the supernatural um was a family member who you know and you'll and, you'll you'll hear it in the episode but you know her grandmother and one she was very close to yes and her grandmother kind of winks at her like hey yeah i i, I knew this and you didn't know yeah. it until now and i'm going to introduce you to it so i got a little clip let's play that clip my first experience came out of the blue it came very sharp I, it wasn't uh, invited. It was something that happened and uh, caused a bit of fear <clears throat> in me. My grandmother passed away and I wasn't near her. I was a couple thousand miles away from her, as a matter of fact. And I, we were in two different states. I'm in New Hampshire. She was across the country. She passed away. I was really grateful to be able to be on the phone with the family who was in the hospice room with her at the time, even though I couldn't, like I couldn't financially get there. And she passed about an hour after that. I remember my husband took the kids to go get chocolate. He was a very good, good guy. <laughs> he was like, I'm going to go get you some chocolate, just anything you need. And I was, so I was really devastated. My grandmother was in essence, um, a mom to me. And I was standing in my living room thinking to myself, okay, I can either completely fall apart and start that 
grieving process or I can get on the computer and book a flight because now there's going to be a funeral that I want to attend. And I'm standing there trying to decide which one to do. And my grandmother showed up in my living room and I was frightened. There's really no other way to say it. it and not necessarily in a negative way. It was just not part of my reality. And here's this little five foot tall spunky grandmother of mine smiling at me. She was about 70% solid. So it was definitely not out of the corner of your eye or maybe did I see it? It was, oh my goodness, you're, you're right there. And she turned, I remember she was standing sideways, which was interesting, but she turned, smiled, winked at me and then left. So what's, you know, from that perspective, so close to what I experienced with mine, it almost, almost to a T. Almost crazy. to a T. Yeah. Funny thing about grandmothers, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> now, there was another unique thing that uh, happened to her in regard to that whole situation, too, that um, I didn't include that in the clip, but uh, there's a uh, kind of a, a surprise within yeah. that. And I don't think we'll give anything too much away. Um, let's just let's say that. Um, the next morning it was confirmed that she was not crazy and that she saw what she saw. Yeah. It was validated by, uh, by her husband and, yeah. uh, some of the other family members, which I thought was pretty slick, uh, in regard to, to everything. I mean, it, it just, uh, again, she's, she, she's a very nice personable individual. Number one, she grew up in such a religious environment. Number two, that, you know, her coming out now and making a career out of this, you know, it, it's, I think, uh, makes her a better, um, outlet, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, or, or an inlet for the spirits to come talk to her, <laughs> I guess, call it either, either one kind of opens the door and um, you'll find that you'll find that her grandmother continues, continue to help her for a little while. So she could kind of get her feet on the ground and, and really, yeah. you'll learn that journey in the episode. You'll kind of learn a little bit more of how her grandmother continued to help her along. So she was thrown into the fire, but her grandmother kind of held her hand a little bit. Yeah. Well, and, you know, and, and talking about how she was growing up, you know, she also touches on something I think we can all relate to. I don't know one person in my life that can't relate to the fact that we are, a lot of us are told or shown or um, convinced up that what really, really matters is how much others' opinions, uh, that how much others' opinion, others' opinions matter. If I can get the words out, it will really be helpful. I, are, oh my I do speak English, I are smart. <laughs> okay, so you're gonna cut that out, right? Okay, so how important it is to us that others opinions matter and it's crazy it's stupid and i think most of us are you know that's just the thing i don't know if it's a societal thing i i don't know it just seems like most of us grow up that way and you you finally you know hopefully i've just now reached the age that i'm like yeah it doesn't matter i don't care like but i used to care so much and she talks about that that that's what her struggle was the first two years of it was just 
she cared so much what other people would think of her that she almost didn't do it. Yeah. It was society. I think society does that to us. It's a societal, cultural aspect. We're supposed to worry about what other people think of us. And instead Stop. of thinking our, ourselves first and then, and then what other people think of us. Yeah. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Do it. Do it now. It's dumb. As they used to say in the police department, do it, do it now. <laughs> um, what else did you like about it? I mean, there were some other things that you kind of pointed out that we talked about prior to starting this. Um, yeah, I took way too many notes than we have time for. So um, let me just try, just, you know, I mean, I'm old. I have old eyes. Put, okay. your, put your helpers on. Anybody thinks. <laughs> I, and I don't care. They are Sophia Vergara. They are Sophia Vergara. Oh, they're not. Yeah, they are. No, they oh, are. they are. These are Sophia Vergara's. So, Sophia, if you're watching, look how good these look on my wife. <laughs> you can reach out and tell us if you want. <laughs> um, she's so funny. Anyway, um, okay, so I think it was interesting to me. Well, I'm, I don't, I don't want to give anything away, but she does talk in the episode about how we can communicate with our loved ones who have passed over. And it's actually pretty easy. Um, I have not tried it yet. I'm working myself into that, but, um, you know, it, she says it's easier than you would think. So it's, I want everybody to pay attention to that in the episode because it's pretty cool. Yeah. She, she helps us to understand, um, obviously she's got a method, the sage method, which yeah. is a, is a, a course, a methodology that you can get involved in that helps you to kind of really get deeply involved. But she gave us some uh, some uh, tips and some exercises and some methodology of our own that we could start opening the door ourselves uh, and not to be afraid of it. You know, like yeah. you said earlier, you can't, you know, and you're a little hesitant, uh, like most people would be, you know, do I want to talk to other dead people? Do I want to talk to my dead relatives? Do I want to hear what they have to say? I think why I haven't tried it yet is um, I, I want to make sure that I, if, when I'm going to say when this works, that I'm prepared with the right questions of what I want to know about, you know, well, that, I don't and that makes sense. Yeah, because in reality, I mean, it's even even Bo when she's talking about her journey, you know, as we talk about her journey, I'll give you another clip here in a second, in regard to her journey, because uh, it is startling. And um, even after she had, she got comfortable with her grandmother. Um, some other incidents happened, like like this one, which opened her eyes a little bit more and actually startled her. Um, and I'm going to play that real quick. I was in a grocery store. This was probably months after I opened. I was in a grocery store, and I looked down the aisle, and there was three people. And then I turned. I was selecting some food off the shelf, and I looked down the aisle again, and there was like six, mm -hmm. and three of them were transparent. And that was the first time I'd ever seen anyone other than her or experienced connecting with anyone other than her. And I ran out of the store. I ran out of the store. I'm sure I made quite the uh, fool of myself, but I did. I ran out of the store, got in my car, shut the door. And my grandmother showed up in the passenger seat and I turned to her. I said, did you see that? Because I was kind of panicked. I mean, can you imagine being in the grocery store and looking down the end of the aisle? <laughs> well, and when she said that, I thought, 
there's been many times where I'm all alone in the aisle and I'm doing the food thing and then I turn and there's like 10 people there all of a sudden and I'm like, what is going on? I don't remember any of them being transparent, but I thought, hmm, maybe I need to pay more attention to this when this happens. It reminds me of uh, one of my favorite, and I'm going to say it's one of my favorite movies, and of course, I can't remember the name of it. Of course. With Ricky Gervais. Uh, oh. Where, you know, of where course. He, yeah, he dies, and uh, unexpectedly, he dies, and then they bring him back to life. It was a hospital mistake, and then uh, all of a sudden, you know, he has like mounds of, he could see dead people all over the place. And they realize that he can see them. Yeah. And then they conglomerate all over him. Like, you know, everywhere he goes, they're following him. Hey, 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 could you do this? Hey, could you tell this? Hey, could you do this? Hey, can you do this? Yeah. It's almost like Whoopi Goldberg and Ghost where she's up there singing uh, my memory. It, it must be my, 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 what do we call it? The entrance into my seventh generation here on earth. I'm fading a little bit here, uh, where she kept singing the song over and over and over again until Patrick Swayze finally gave in. Oh, I forgot about that part. I haven't yeah. seen that movie so long. I, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty but funny, it, actually. That's a good movie, too, if it you is. haven't seen it. But the Ricky, yeah, the Ricky Gervais one was really, I mean, I, I, God, I wish I could remember the name of the movie. <sighs> Well, oh well, you know, that's that's life. <laughs> that's life. <laughs> well, we got a few more minutes here. I mean, I mean, what it, was there anything else that really stuck out to you in regards to that? I mean, I know that, and um, I, I think in the clip she she went back out to her car and her grandmother was sitting in the car waiting for her, which is so cool. I mean, well, you mentioned before that her grandmother kind of stuck by her and helped her as she was developing this whole, um talent i know talent's not the word but um gift gift thank you um you know so she stuck by her but i thought it was so cool where she's so i go out to the car and i said did you see that like like her grandma's just you know alive and sitting there i thought like laughing it was pretty yeah. funny um i think i thought it was really interesting too that later on she talks about how she well she talks about um the the in-between which is interesting. That was a show that we watched too that we liked that they canceled and stupid them for canceling it called the Invitation. It was There's really a cool. lot of people that liked that. They shouldn't have canceled it. That was a really good show. Um, so yeah, I think they did a season. Yeah, maybe. Well, and, and so everybody understands the in between what they refer to as the in between and what we refer to on the show is there's right. a place between us dying here on earth and going wherever else we're going to go, whether it be heaven, hell or wherever else we go. The Crossing afterlife. Over. There's right. a little. They don't completely over. You cut out. Oh. So say that again. Where you don't completely cross over. You're stuck in this. Catholics would call it purgatory, but purgatory really doesn't exist because it's a choice. Um, sometimes they're there in the in between because they have something else to accomplish. They didn't get to finish what they wanted to do. Well, sometimes. The in between is also what a lot of these paranormal investigators are seeing are those people that are still stuck within the in between because they still have something here on earth that's not finished. Well, and Bo also explains that a lot of it is fear based. 
that they they were so afraid of of dying or not knowing where they were going that they're still just stuck in that fear or it was abrupt right and or it was abrupt right so they don't they're confused um what i thought was interesting and i've never really heard any other mediums say this maybe they can but i've just never heard them but she mentions how she can communicate not only with those who have crossed over but those who are in the in-between and so that she can then them you know which i guess i guess a lot of mediums do they just never really described it that way yeah. um, but i thought that was really interesting that she can do both and that um that and what was i thought was really good is that according to Bo, which i would like to i believe this they the people who are in the in-between don't even know how long they've been there and so if they've been there for like hundred years, they don't realize it. They think it's just, you know, time moves differently on the other side and, and then right. in between, it just moves differently than we, we see it here. It's not more of a, uh, one o'clock, two o'clock, two fifteen. It, it, it could be seconds to them. A mm-hmm. hundred right. years can be just minutes, which is, which is good. Cause you don't want them feeling that for that long. Um, sort of like our favorite show ghost. Yes. Yeah. She really likes, she literally liked that show. And so did we. Yeah. The, yeah. The one on uh, CBS. Yes. CBS. Yeah. CBS ghost. You got to watch it. It's a, it's a it's brilliant old, old show now, but, um, oh, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. It's a great okay. show. Yeah. Um, uh, there was a lot more. There was just so much more. Everybody, if you haven't listened to the episode, please do. It's, it's, um, and, and watch on YouTube. Um, it's really good. She's very personable and, and, uh, very interesting to talk to. And, um, you learn a lot. What do you think they're going to learn? What would somebody take away from listening to this? Well, I think that, um, well, she, she does talk about how we can all learn how to trust our own intuition. Um, and with a pretty easy method to do that. So that was pretty cool. And, um, that, her uh her explanation of past lives uh was something i hadn't heard before it was very interesting i i would like to ask her a question about that one of these days but um anyway i don't want to get well she did agree to come back on the show again and we we're going to expand upon a couple of things that she did talk about so that uh, we're gonna have like a you know bonus episode type thing so maybe you can come on then and ask too we try to coordinate it where, where you are available, because you work full time. So you work. Um, yeah, I think that what you're going to get out of this, if you go back and listen to it on Wednesday, you're going to get out of this the opportunity to uh, understand how you can get some closure if you need it. Like I said in the beginning, uh, understand that there is uh, something on the other side, and that uh, you know, even if you don't quite believe it 100%, if you open your eyes, your mind, and your heart, you can. Uh, see what's on the other side and the possibilities of what's there. And I believe she's going to help you to understand how you can open that door a little bit so that uh, you can develop some skills of your own to help talk to or understand what's on the other side. That's what I think. So everybody, you need to go check out episode 203 and some of the other episodes on one with it before you go. We've got great episodes coming up, some along the same lines. I'm talking to another brilliant uh, medium, 
psychic. This we're not going to make every week this way, but you know, I like to give a diverse opportunity for people to understand from different perspectives the psychic medium world, so that they can get a, a valued option if they're seeking that guidance from some of those. So I've got another individual that uh, I had a fantastic conversation with her as well, Scarlett. Uh, that'll be coming up here in the next week or two. Um, and we've got another brilliant episode coming up on uh, this next Wednesday with regard to a person um, that helps people through human trafficking incidents and her journey to getting there and creating an environment for kids, adults, men, women, children, uh, boys, girls, whoever is caught up in this give them the means to get out of it and help them move their life forward in a very positive way. So we've got a lot of good things coming up on the show, the, uh, the regular one, but then before you go, so please stay tuned. Uh, if you like this one, you like the last one, you like the next one, reach out to me. I'll be more than happy to take your comments. If you want to come on and talk about one of the shows, um, you know, send me an email, michael at one more thing before you go.com. One more thing before you go.com. It's all one word, Michael's M-I-C-H-A-E-L. Please reach out to me. I will answer your email. I do not have an assistant. I do not have somebody that screens them. I will answer you directly. Um, and, you know, who knows? You can come on the show. Yep, that'd be fun. So, Diane, thank you for uh, having a cup of tea with me this morning, uh, as every morning that we do. But thank you in particular for taking the time on a Sunday for us to talk to everybody. I really appreciate the, this uh, time with you as well. So, um, well, and for you out there, one more thing before you go, have a great day, have a great week, and thank you for listening. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to this episode of One More Thing Before You Go. Check out our website at beforeyougopodcast.com. One More Thing Before You Go, established 2010, all rights reserved.